welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week, we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now, here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Well, thanks for joining us again today on the Healing at the Speed of Light podcast. This is a podcast produced by Laser Therapy Institute for patients specifically. If you are wondering about laser therapy, wondering what it is, how it works, that kind of thing, this is exactly what this podcast is is targeted for. My name is Dr. Jason Roundtree. I'm a chiropractor and a certified medical laser safety officer. I'm also the founder of LTI. I'm joined by Christy, who is a certified laser tech. She is also a uh, the chief designer of all of our online programs at LTI uh, with our online courses for doctors. So if you know a doctor who wants to get into laser therapy, send them our way. If you are a doctor, thank you for joining us. This is going to be a pretty patient-centric review of some research, but it's a pretty easy look at some of the latest research that's come out about light and laser therapies. And um, this is a good one because we're talking about foot pain and heel pain and mm-hmm. bone spurs on wow. the heel. So. Very debilitating at times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. if you don't have your, you can't walk, it's hard to function. Yeah. So I, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It can become really a real problem. So um, we'll go ahead and jump right into the study here. I'll go ahead and give you the title of the study if you want to look it up yourself. It's called The Effect of High-Intensity Laser Therapy in the Management of Painful Calcaneal Spur or Heel Spur, a Double-Blind Placebo-Controlled Study. And this was published in 2020 in the journal Lasers in Medical Science. And this is very interesting. This is the only study on heel spurs Specifically, heel spurs, bone spurs growing off the bottom of the heel, mm-hmm. um, and laser therapy. And it's the only one that's really out there right now. Wow. So it caught my attention. Um, uh, we've had a number of patients go through treatment with us with bone spurs, heel mm-hmm. spurs. And um, let's just talk a little bit first about what that looks like. So, What causes a bone spur? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. We'll go to the study for an answer on that one. They say that uh, a lot of times the recurrent micro traumas and chronic damage in the small foot muscles and plantar aponeurosis which is like a it's a fascia band across the bottom mm-hmm. of the foot they say that uh, those those micro traumas that chronic damage uh, which are caused by recurrent injuries that definitely play a role in the pathogenesis or the development of these bone spurs they say that deformities in the foot as well which is a kind of a rough word, but you know, like being flat-footed, okay. very simple. You know, a deformity, uh, obesity, hmm. and then extreme sporting exercises can all aggravate those injuries. Okay. So what happens? You get these micro traumas. You get these small amounts of injury, inflammation, um, even small tears sometimes down on the bottom of the foot. And if it doesn't resolve, then the body tries to respond in the only way it knows how by making it stronger. The only way to really make that area stronger is to calcify it. Okay. Right? Turn it into bone. That'll that'll fix the problem, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, that's that's the problem with runaway inflammation and, and the human body is extremely good at being inflammatory and creating mm-hmm. scar tissue. And it's one of the reasons that we we recover from injury so well. Um, as a species is because our bodies are primed for that rapid recovery. But on the long term, maybe we're not so great at, uh, you know, that long term kind of chronic pain, chronic inflammatory status there. So we get the formation of bone spur in the foot in relation to this, you know, recurrent injury, recurrent inflammation. Wow. 
So just because you have heel pain doesn't mean you have a bone spur. Right. Right? Right. But if you have heel pain for a long time, you can totally get a bone spur. Or if you have an injury, maybe it's not pain, but you have an injury and it doesn't heal very well and the body ends up calcifying it, then you end up with a bone spur. Okay. So that's that's kind of what we're looking at today. And not all these are painful. We've had plenty of patients come in. They've got maybe pain in the toe. We get a foot x-ray and there's a huge heel spur. Hmm. And we go to poke around on the heel spur and they're like, eh, feels totally fine. <laughs> That's odd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it is. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, sometimes these are a factor, and sometimes mm-hmm. they really are not a factor. Sometimes it's really nothing to worry about. If you don't have pain with it, and somebody points out a, a, a spur on your heel and it doesn't hurt, don't worry about it. It's fine. Let your body do its thing. Don't 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 worry about that. But if you do have pain, and you get an X-ray, and there is a heel spur, and you can push right on that guy and it hurts, it might be a factor. So how does laser therapy help? So how does laser therapy help? We're not going to get there yet, <laughs> but we will. I want to know. Will. I want to know. <laughs> right? Um, because you're thinking, you know, if, if you've got a bone spur, if you've got calcification, what, what's mm-hmm. laser going to do? Because right. if you're new to, to what we're talking about here, we're not talking about surgical laser. We're not talking about burning or cutting or destroying anything. What we're talking about doing is using completely safe, non-invasive light, which usually doesn't even feel like anything other than mm-hmm. maybe maybe a little bit of warmth, real yeah. slight. Yeah. Um, and applying that to the tissues in order to get them to recover on their own because using the right colors of light, you actually stimulate the parts of the cell that are specific to healing, recovery, energy production, the whole bit. Mm-hmm. So, but if you got a bone spur, I mean, what's the laser going to do, right? You just want to think it's going to dissolve it, but that's not That would it, be wonderful. That would be wonderful, but that's not the way it works. Well, let's look at it a little bit. So they say um, heel spurs can be the cause of heel pain uh, between 30 and 89% of people that have foot pain. So definitely is something to consider that maybe a, a heel spur is a factor, especially if you have chronic or recurrent mm-hmm. episodes of heel pain. So an x-ray, very simple way to look at that. Pretty safe. No worries there. Um, the symptoms include inflammation and swelling of the foot. And then pain when weight is put directly on the foot, you know, especially first thing in the morning. Stepping down, it hurts really bad right there. People say it feels almost like stepping on a, a pin or a, mm-hmm. a real small rock. You know, it just mm-hmm. jabs you in the bottom of the foot. Mm-hmm. Now, these researchers, just like you, want to know how does laser therapy help? Because if we're using laser therapy, well, it's got a lot of different effects. They say that uh, the benefits of high-intensity laser therapy are attributed to its anti-inflammatory anti-edema and analgesic mechanisms or anti-pain mechanisms. They say compared to other laser sources, high intensity laser offers the advantages of high penetration into tissue and the ability to treat deep tissues and structures. And that is something that uh, you may hear cold laser or low level laser. High intensity laser is starting out with, with, with more power but essentially it all works the same. They're saying in this case, a high intensity laser can get deeper into tissues with the right wavelength. Mm-hmm. Certainly that can be true. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they took uh, a bunch of patients. They took 42 patients and they split them into two groups mm-hmm. for this particular study. Uh, one group got laser, laser therapy mm-hmm. on the heel, on that mm-hmm. area, as well as an exercise plan. Okay. And the other group got a fake laser treatment, sham laser treatment, as well as exercise. 
Okay. So everybody got exercise. Yep. Okay. Yep. Which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. We do know exercises can actually do quite a bit for helping with heel pain and morning foot pain. Um, and so both groups were getting something of benefit. And then one group was getting real laser. The other group was getting fake laser. Right. Mm-hmm. So everybody thought it was on, but it actually wasn't. Mm-hmm. Now, in order to figure out how this worked out for patients, they measured a few different things. One was that morning heel pain score. Uh-huh the quality of life score, the function, and then they did this really interesting measurement of looking at the pressure distribution on the bottom of the foot. So they put patients on a walking platform and had them walk back and forth a whole bunch of times on this platform and then also stand in place. And they measured the pressure on both feet, the upright posture, the symmetry and parallelism of the shoulders and the feet and the contact area of the inside and the outside of the heel. Well, and that is interesting because some people pronate, some people, the other term that I'm forgetting right now. Supinate. Supinate. There you go. Good job. So, I mean, that's interesting. Yeah. That they would look at that. Yeah. A lot of these studies will just really look at, at the pain level. I thought mm-hmm. it was really neat that these guys went kind of that extra step and they looked at, you know, how does the foot actually look yeah. when it's sitting on the ground? You know, mm-hmm. because if you've got a painful bone spur, are you, you think you're going to put a whole lot of weight onto it? No. No, you're, you're probably going to, you know, go to the outside or you're going to put compensate. a little more weight. Yeah, you're, you're going to compensate. compensate. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Do compensations cause problems? Yes. Yeah, yeah they definitely do. <laughs> they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So if you have compensations that are creating issues, I mean, that can go, you, it can create ankle problems, can create mm-hmm. knee problems, hip problems, back problems, a whole mm-hmm. bit because you don't have that natural walking um, mechanism and so it's really nice that they looked at this okay so um, what they did with the patients they brought them in five days a week for three weeks straight and treated them with both laser or sham laser mm-hmm. and exercise right let's see I think I had a couple more quotes here nope. um, yep so the exercises went for about 25 minutes um, there's a whole list of different things they did pretty standard stuff some stretching some uh, strengthening of the lower leg and then on the laser group, um, again, five times a week for three weeks, which is... That's pretty in- aggressive, it actually. It is. Yeah. So. When's the last time you treated anybody five days in a week? I can't think of one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? So I thought, oh, that's, that's kind of odd. And they used a very high power laser that had an average power of about 10 and a half watts. We've seen this used before in a couple of other studies. Mm-hmm. Um, I found it very interesting to say the spot size is only about... 0.2 square centimeters hmm. so kind of about the very, size very small. a little smaller than the end of a pen here mm-hmm. uh, an ink pen um, very targeted very targeted for, mm-hmm. for that level of, of an intensity um, but still the the actual intensity of the laser was actually fairly low um, so they ended up delivering a total of a, a little more than eight joules per centimeter squared over about uh, over about a 10-minute laser treatment, hmm. so uh, only only about uh, only about 1,200 joules. So 1,200 joules. Uh, most of the therapy lasers out there in, that are class four high-intensity devices, they'll deliver 1,200 joules in, in three to five minutes, two sometimes less. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the newest lasers will do that in about. 30 seconds right you know you can really deliver a lot of power really right. quickly so this one took a while so i'm already a little bit yeah i don't really know you know what the story is with this laser i'm not sure why we're doing five days a week 
that you know more typically you're going to see this three days a week right yeah right because the thing with laser is it helps to stimulate the body's natural mechanisms and it does it for more than just while you're applying it mm -hmm. you have a couple of days of effect so most of the time you can skip days and the healing continues right yeah it's accumulative or cumulative so right yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the results. So they treat these guys, you know, um, five days a week, three weeks with exercises and either real laser or fake laser. And what they saw is that there was no significant difference in the pre-treatment and post-treatment values on pain for the placebo group, the sham laser group, or the laser group. So hmm. it, it, when you look at the numbers, it, they both groups did get some better, did mm -hmm. get some improvement on pain. Um, but both of them were equal. So th the laser group did not get better faster than the exercise group. Do you think that's because of the intensity of the laser? I think, I think yes, overall. Yeah. I think they treated too many days a week, mm -hmm. and I think they didn't take long enough. Three weeks is a very short period of time to work on a right. bone spur that's probably been building up for years. Right. I mean, to expect really significant results, either with your exercise plan or laser in just three weeks is pretty short. If you think if you take those 15 treatments and spread them out over six weeks, I think you'd have much better results. Mm -hmm. And I think that because it's exactly what we see in clinic, right? right? We see that in right. practice we've, all the we've time. We've seen that all the time. Right, mm -hmm. but you gotta realize if you've got a bone spur, it's gonna potentially take a while to resolve. Mm -hmm. It's going to take time. It's going to take some work. You're probably going to have to do some exercises. Mm -hmm. You're probably going to have to go to more than just a few treatments over a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if, if you're getting laser, but it can work. It can work well. You just got to give it enough time. Because yeah, I, I do think um, that they were having some good results. Just they were too rushed with mm -hmm. the care plan. And mm -hmm. and again, I can't prove that. Um, we just know what um, successes we've had in right. clinic. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how many hundreds of these patients we've treated um, myself, and then and then our clinics across the country that mm -hmm. have done these as well. So they did say that there was a significant difference in the foot pressure measurements in favor of the laser therapy group. Okay. So that does mean that maybe maybe the patients didn't really feel like there was a large decrease in pain, but they were walking more normally when they got laser versus when they didn't get laser. And we see that all the time as well. We say, I'm not getting better, I'm not getting better, I'm not getting better. But you look at the results and say, well, this is where you were, this is what's happening now. There is some improvement, whether you think so or not. You know? Yes. So. Yeah, it can, and it can be hard. You know, if you live mm -hmm. with your feet every day, mm -hmm. which most of us have to deal with that every mm -hmm. day, you know, mm -hmm. you don't get away from them for a couple of weeks or anything. So, you, you know, does it still hurt in the morning? Yeah, it still hurts in the morning. Well, how intense is it? Right. Well, it's a 3 out of 10. Okay, well, when we started, it was a 7 out of 10. Mm -hmm. So you're still getting pain, but it's much less intense. That right. is progress. That is allowing mm -hmm. you to walk more normally, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that's exactly what these guys saw, that maybe they didn't have the best protocol, um, but still, it did help the patients walk more normally. So I'd love to see a longer-term follow-up on uh, this particular mm -hmm. study. Maybe come back to these patients, you know, a couple months later and see, okay, how are they now? I would guess the laser group probably continued to improve and was doing better than the placebo group. Right, right. So. I would like to think that as well. Yeah. But that's what we have for this one. And, you know, the nice thing, I don't want to be down on these researchers. The, mm -hmm. the great thing with, with studies like this is that we see what does not work right. and what does work. You know, and these guys found that 
you know, maybe this particular treatment plan uh, was not ideal for this condition, for heel spur, you know, take more time with it, realize you're going to have to probably fight it for a while, and, you know, rushing through as many treatments as you can as fast as possible just may not be the most efficient way to really get it done. Right. It's always good to learn. It is. It's always good to the learn. The only way we learn is by going through things like this. So I really exactly. appreciate that these researchers did such a mm-hmm. detailed study. It's mm-hmm. nice to, to see, you know, these studies coming out. We've got hundreds of studies every month. Well, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, every year that come out on laser therapy. So it's pretty exciting. It is. And more and more they're showing the effectiveness of, of the therapy treatments. Yep. Absolutely. So it's exciting. It is. Thanks very much for joining us. Hope you come back here in a couple weeks when we are back for our patient-friendly Healing at the Speed of Light podcast. In the meantime, if you need anything from us, you can find us at lasertherapyinstitute.org. You can find clinics near you. You can contact us. There's research. Uh, There's links to all kinds of great stuff. So check it out, lasertherapyinstitute.org. And if all else fails, just email us, info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. Thanks. Subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information. Find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you're a healthcare provider, check out our practitioner-focused Laser Therapy Institute podcast. Thanks for listening.